Hey guys, Joey here from Creative Rise. Just wanted to pop in quickly and say that the audio had a little bit of a blip for the first couple minutes of this episode. So if it sounds irregular, just know that it changes after the first two to three minutes and goes back to normal audio quality. So excited for you to listen to today's show. Here it is. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Creative Rise podcast. An exciting episode because today we are talking with uh, Haley Zumkeller, who has not just grown her business, she's exploded her business. And there's some pretty like distinguishable things that have helped her do so that we talk about on the today's podcast. So I'm so glad you're here. But before we get into that, I want to just say, hey, how are ya to everyone who is listening to the podcast that we met for the first time on uh, last night's call, if you were listening to this the day this comes out. We did a pricing training called the Six Figure Pricing Decoded Training. Completely our gift to you, free to you, uh, a training. And it was phenomenal. We did it for a couple hours, had a couple, you know, like an hour of teaching and then a bunch of time of Q&A. If we got to meet you on that training for the first time, if that was your first time experiencing Creative Rise, or you're a longtime listener of the show and you're on, or you're a friend, whatever it was, we're so glad that you jumped on. It was phenomenal. It was so cool to help people actually decode pricing strategy, like unlock how people who are successful as a creative business owner price their projects so it doesn't waste their time and it doesn't give them constant stress and headaches about it. So if that was you, I'm so glad you got that. If you missed that, all you gotta do is go to creativerise.com forward slash pricing training and uh, you can catch the replay. So really cool. And also exciting, last night we opened up the Creative Rise application for waitlisters, which was so exciting. We got flooded with applications after the call. So much fun. And if you don't know what the Creative Rise Mastermind is, it is the best thing you can do if you're wanting to reach six figures and beyond as a creative business owner. Mm -hmm. It's we use coaching, community, accountability, the three things that are really like the trackers on whether or not you are going to hit six figures and beyond. So if you want, if you're interested at all in getting early access, early pricing, which why wouldn't you? Early pricing, that's awesome. That's great. Uh, you and gotta, some bonus courses. And the bonus courses. Yeah. You got to get on the wait list. So we are giving out waitlist applications until Sunday. If you apply after Sunday, it goes up in price. You don't get the bonuses. So if you want in on that waitlist, all you have to do is go to creativerise.com. A little bit about the mastermind. We've had 208 businesses go through the Creative Rise mastermind and just come out on the other side. So excited. During the mastermind, cash collected these people have made over, get this number, $308,984.13. And that's the last mastermind group. That's that's yes. not just during the mastermind. Yes. That's We've run eight of these things. This is round nine we're starting mm-hmm. next week. We've run eight of these things. The last round, round eight alone, 35 businesses made over 300 grand, which so is crazy. Just you, do the math. Like Break that down per yes. business. You can do the math and figure out how crazy that is and how much money people are making because they're actually getting the tools, the tips, the strategy, the accountability yeah. and community they need in order to build the right mm-hmm. offers, sell the right offers, scale the right offers, learn how to manage their money when they make money, you know, like all of that stuff yeah. uh, when it comes to everything running a creative business. So like yeah. Christy said, the Creative Rise Mastermind is fundamentally the best place you can find to get everything you need to learn how to make your first six figures or your next six figures. And we're not just saying that. That sounds like, a, oh, that's a fun cliche thing to say. We're dead serious, and we're dead serious about that because we've had over, as Christy said, 208 people go through this now, and so many of them have turned into six-figure business owners, and quite a few of them, too, have also turned into multiple six-figure oh, yeah. f- six business owners, which is just insane, so right? Cool. So so yeah. cool. Where can they... Yeah, so all you need to do is go to creativerise.com, hit the button, join the waitlist. We'll email you 
all the details with the application. Super easy. That's yeah. all you got to do. It's no commitment application. So you can apply and just decide and talk to us and see if it's the right fit. Yeah. We're happy totally. to do that. And it starts February 12th. So yep. you got to make sure we are closing uh, applications as soon as the thing sells out, which it always does. So run, do not walk, run to yeah. creativebrows.com to make sure you apply and make 2023 the year that you absolutely explode your business. And we're dead serious about that. We're going to help you do that. Um, yeah. We're so excited to help you do that. Seriously. So yeah, yeah it's going to be cool. So speaking of celebrating creatives who have broken the creative struggle, today we have, again, as Joe we said Haley Zumkeller. She is an incredible wedding videographer and photographer from mm. Vancouver Island, Canada and British Shout Columbia. Out. She said she started listening to the Creative Rise podcast and really got into it, was like, okay, this is awesome for my business. Gave her some inspiration. She hit 60K just from listening to the podcast, bought a house, like did all this stuff. Super and then she's cool. like, you know what? Actually, I think I can make more than that. I think there's more potential out there for me. So she jumped into the mastermind. She now has doubled that revenue. Tripled. She's at tripled that revenue. She's almost at $200,000, 180K post mastermind, working half the hours that she thought she would. Which sounds insane, but it's true. You'll hear you her talk about this, this in, in this episode. Yeah, it's so cool. It's amazing. Okay, you guys tune in. Here's Haley. Welcome to the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. We are so grateful you're here with us today. Let's dive in. Haley, 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 welcome to the show. We are so happy to have you on. Welcome. How's it going, guys? <laughs> it's going, it's going, doing it's going. Great. Okay, Haley, first time you're on the episode, first time you're on the podcast, which we are so, so yeah, glad welcome you are to the show. here. Welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. We love uh, having you people to be on here. the show. Yes. So fun. And so, Haley, you're not really a new person. I just said like new people. So, you're not a new person Haley's because old friend of us. you're a friend, a friend, of, the friend show. of the show. You're Haley, how long have you been listening to the show for? Actually, give people some context there because I don't even know the answer to this. Oh, God. Probably, I think you had like 10 episodes when I started listening. Are you serious? Oh, my gosh. Wow. You're like an OG listener. I love that. Okay. So, long time, long time listener of the show. And uh, you're also a Creative Rise Mastermind grad and Ooh, a phenomenal grad. You have an awesome story of what you've done with so your business. Inspiring. I'm so excited to talk about it today. But you know, because you've been listening since episode 10, you know how we always start these guest episodes. A little bit of rapid fire. Rapid so, fire. Christy, hit her, hit, oh, God. Her, hit her with rapid fire. <laughs> okay, Haley, are you ready? I'm ready. Great. Okay. Where are you from? Really hard question. Where are you from? Campbell River, uh, British Columbia, on the tiny little island that is Vancouver Island. Yes, Love it. the most beautiful place in the beautiful world. Beautiful spot. Uh, and Haley, what is your creative business? When people ask you, what do you do? What do you say? I usually say I'm a professional uh, wedding photographer and videographer, slowly inching my way into the branding space. And of course, I pretty much just take on any, any work. I like to keep my horizons open. I love, love it. it. That's You're also good. a world traveler. You just got back from yes. yeah, uh, quite adventurous trip to Southeast Asia, right? Yeah, that was crazy. That was a good experience for yeah. sure. <laughs> so funny, funny little moment here before we, I'm wrecking rapid fire. This isn't as rapid <laughs> as rapid it's supposed to be. But rapid. The, <laughs> when we met you in person, we went and got coffee with Haley once because we were in the area near where she lives. And uh, you just told us, you're like, yeah, so I think I'm just going to go to Thailand. And uh, it's crazy. And I'm just deciding to do it. We're like, well, what, where are you going to stay? What are you going to do? You're like, I don't know. I'm just going and we're going to like drive around and do everything. And you quite literally did that. Like watching your Thailand trip. Do you, is it like on a story highlight or something on your Instagram account? Because if it is, people need to go watch some of those stories. Yes. It's awesome. 
Yeah, I have uh, the story highlights of the kind of the two places we went. But the reason I went on that trip was because after the Creative Rise Mastermind, I started following a ton of photographers and videographers. And one of them reached out on their story saying, hey, I need someone to help me film a project. And within like two weeks, I was flying to meet this person to work with them. Yeah. Crazy. So crazy. Crazy. The networking that happens is insane. Yeah. That looks like a trip of a lifetime. Okay. uh, Next question. So So you talked about what your business is. How long have you been in the creative industry for? Like when did you start your wedding filmmaking and photography business? It kind of all started when Instagram first started, when like everything was just really artsy and terrible. That quickly turned into me working with families probably at the end of high school. So it's been about eight years now. Uh, it was Amazing. a very, very slow burn for like the first six years. I always yeah. saw mm-hmm. this business as like a side gig forever. Yeah. Um, I didn't yeah. really know, like my, in my whole life, I thought I'd be like, work my way up in the corporate world, make a bunch of money one day or something. And I just didn't think I could do that with photography or videography. Mm-hmm. And now the last kind of year and a half to two years has been more the full-time gig Amazing. So you've been in the game for a while, (laughs) but the last two years have been when it's really ramped up and you've really like committed to it, which we've seen you commit to, uh, which is absolutely amazing. That is most people's stories. They start out in their business and like, it's just a little side thing. I can't make a lot of money with it. So it's just a side thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, it's there and it's this huge thing and it's full time and it is making you great money, which is so cool, which we're going to dive into uh, later on in this uh, chat. But um, so I can't, by the way, I can't wait to tell everybody who's listening to the show like what you've done in your business in the last three years because we obviously knew about it. We got to be a part of it. We got to see it. But even just the update you just gave us was crazy. But before we get there, we got one more rapid fire question. What is one flop you've had in your business? The signature question of rapid fire. What's one thing you've done that just absolutely flopped? You bombed it. An embarrassing moment. just humanize yourself for a second. Camera issues. We've got anything. Okay, so I think the more embarrassing moment was um, I got into wedding videography probably before I should have. Uh, I Let me just preface this with I wasn't charging much money at all. But I remember <laughs> a few years in another wedding videographer was like, so what kind of like what frame rate do you shoot on? And I was like, what do you mean? What's a frame rate? And yeah. I think the videographers will understand this. But basically, I had no idea. I was shooting in like 120 frames per second. And... So all my footage was like really choppy. And when I would put it in slow motion, like it just didn't flow nice. Like the movements just looked unrealistic. And I remember thinking something's off here, but I don't know what's off. And (laughs) (laughs) And we're just rolling with it. Yeah. Classic, classic. That's such a classic one. I still... I still remember the day when I learned about frame rates. Like, and I'd been shooting for years too. Now, a lot of what I was shooting was not weddings. It was like all action sports stuff. But I remember when I was like a younger teenager and someone finally explained to me like, oh, if you shoot in this frame rate, it does this. If you shoot, and I was like, whoa. Okay, this is a lot more complex than I thought. So, and just to and all the photographers that, are sitting no, 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 thinking, no, no, like, I was just going to say, and just to translate to all the photographers, that's like shooting in JPEG when you should have been shooting in RAW, probably. That's Pretty probably much. like a close it association. Can, it can cause <laughs> issues. So, okay, Haley, that is... That is so, that's so funny. That's so classic. Okay. Yeah. Getting on into things. You are on the podcast because you are a great friend of the show, a longtime listener of the show. You are a creativized mastermind grad and someone who has done phenomenal things with your business and you're a phenomenal person. So of course yes. we are so excited to have you on the show. 
I want to talk about right off the bat, you took your business in the last three years from $30,000, doubled it to $60,000, which is incredible for for somebody to double their business in a year. That's awesome, right? And then you shot for your first six-figure year. Uh, and that's when we met you. We met you when you were doing 60 grand a year and you were like, oh, I want to do potentially 80 grand or 85 grand a year. And then you heard everybody else in the mastermind talking about how they've got like a little bit lofty goals, whether it was going from like 15K to the first 60, whether it was going from 60 to 100. And you were like, well, I think I should probably shoot for six figures. So you shot for six figures. And this is now, like I said, you went from 30 to 60 and aiming for your first six-figure year, you just told us that you're at $180,000. You're almost at a multi-six-figure year in your first six-figure year. That is mind-boggling for so many people. And anyone listening to the show right now is going to go, wait, what? Like, what is she selling? How did she do that? That's incredible. What, is this, what does this woman know that I do not know? So we would love to talk about some of that stuff. First of all, how does it feel to double your business and then triple your business this past year? You tripled your revenue this past year. How does that feel? It feels pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it feels good. It feels like I just yeah. have a lot more to do or a lot more time to do things now. Like the more money you make, the more you can invest in yourself, invest in your business. It just feels like you get a lot more control somehow. Huh. Yeah. Which is so counter. That's so interesting you say that because that's so counter to what most people think. Most people think, hey, when I grow my business, I'm going to have way less time. When I grow my revenue, when I triple my revenue in a year, I'm never going to be able to hang out with friends. I'm not going to be able to do anything. How long were you in Thailand for? Or was it Thailand or Vietnam? Where were you? It was Vietnam, right? Yeah. I was in Vietnam. Uh, I was there for six okay, weeks, not roughly. Okay. So you tripled your revenue in a year and also went on a six-week <laughs> trip country. and just hung out and sat on the back of motorcycles as you're driving around Southeast Asia. It is possible for everyone who's listening, it is possible to triple your revenue in a year and still go on a six week vacation and have a ton of fun. Cause Haley, you're living, you're living proof of that, which is so, yeah. so cool. So I want you to, I want you to talk about that for a second. What are some things right off the bat that you think you've had to change inside of your head and, or you've had to do differently that, that even helped you go from, you know, 60 to your first hundred K now, even you've gone from hundred to 180 K you know, you've really got to change who you are as a business owner for most people to get there. What do you think some of the things that you've done that you've changed in your business yeah, are in order to cause that that 3x growth? Yeah, so uh, there's two really big things I think that stick out. Um, I started nailing sales calls. I remember in the Creative Rise Mastermind, you were like, write on a piece of paper, I am a problem solver. And I like wrote it down, stuck it on my wall. So every single... It. Every call I went into, whether it was with a brand, uh, like someone wanting family photos or someone, a bride or future bride looking for wedding photos, um, I went into the call being like, I'm going to solve their problems. I'm going to show them that I know what I'm talking about. I'm an expert. I've got their back. Like no one mm. compares to the service I'm going to give them. And that was my mindset going into a lot of calls and Pretty much every time I got on a call, I probably got about 90% of those people actually booking. And before that. that, like before the mastermind, it was like, I either wasn't getting on calls with people, which is crazy to mm. think about, or I'd get on a call and it would be like a very uncomfortable, awkward situation and I wouldn't land the client, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Okay, so you said that you have a second thing. 
let's pause yeah. before we go there because I want to okay. talk about sales calls for a second. <laughs> yeah. Sales calls are so stressful for so many people, including yes. us. Like when yes. I was learning how to do sales calls, I remember I used to like sweat like crazy sitting in my office and I'd be like, my, my legs are shaking and I'm like so hot because I'm like sweating and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, my brain's turning. I'm like, okay, I got to like perfect this, perfect that. And over messing a lot of sales calls up, I learned a few things that helped me. And ideally I got to pass some of those on to you in the mastermind, you know, and obviously yeah. you've learned some of your own stuff as you've yeah. done a lot of sales calls now. Talk to us about what do you think uh, a good like mindset to take into a sales call is? I know you said that you step into it going, I'm just here to solve their problems. Talk a little bit, maybe more about why that's important. Like why is being a problem solver so important to you on a sales call? And what does that look like? Like how do you be a problem solver on a sales mm -hmm. call for somebody? Yeah, so... Usually when I get into the sales calls, um, I ask them a series of questions, usually very emotional. Uh, I know mm. like people buy based on emotion. So if you can bring in emotions into the call, that's huge right off the bat. Uh, I also think sometimes I usually just ask them what their problems are and I dive deeper into those problems because, a, for example, a bride might say like, I'm just really nervous that people are just gonna be stressed out and my family's gonna be running around, not able to take care of things. So I offer, I say, okay, well, we like dissect the problem a little bit. If your family's yeah. running around doing things and that's feeling stressful for you, what's gonna happen is you're gonna carry this stress throughout your whole day that you just spent so much money and time planning. And then you're gonna feel that stress. It's gonna show in the photos. It's gonna show in the video. You're not gonna have as much fun potentially this little thing that you're afraid of, obviously, you know, it's going to have all these giant impacts. So you kind of mm. let them know like the scale of the problem truly. And then you go mm. into all the ways that you're going to make sure that doesn't happen. And so all of a sudden mm. this problem is like, whoa, this girl's going to take care of it for me. Mm. Yes. I love that. Almost giving like the stakes of like, Hey, let me validate your problem. Let me validate those emotions surrounding that problem. Those and fears. Let me give you relief with a solution. Yeah. It's like setting up that storyline for them is an, a brilliant way to start a sales call. You're so right, Haley. And I'm so, so glad that you've been using that because that is so, so important. That's really cool. And what do you feel like I know you said like your mindset has really shifted and you've been then nailing sales call and you're like, I get 90% of people to now Which be working awesome with me. Which is an awesome close rate. That's amazing. That's amazing. So talk to us a little bit about like, okay, after you go through the emotional side of, of connecting with them, like how do you lead them to the sale? Like mm. how do you actually get someone to like, Book you. Book you and get you dialed in. Because I know so many people struggle now a days with, and before, bookings, getting people to actually sign the dotted line, pay the contract, whatever it is. Or even asking for the money, right? A lot yes. of people go like, oh, now's the point in the call where I have to ask them to pay me. Yes. And I don't want to do that. You know, it's like really awkward. So how do you navigate that? How do you, yeah. how do you push somebody towards the sale by the end of the sales call? Yeah, I guess it's just so different. It's different when it comes to weddings versus brands, I think. In terms of the mm. wedding space, we just talk about, like, for example, a lot of people think they only need six hours of coverage. But then we walk them mm. through the day. We talk about what's actually important. And mm. they have my packages so they can see the different services I offer. And they're always like, okay, six to eight hours is great. But then when we actually go over the whole day and what is important to them, I'm like, hey, you know, eight to 10 hours is definitely what you need. Like I'm, yeah. I think you do need to show your pricing and your packages before or during a call. 
Um, so yeah, it goes from like emotion, problem solving to here are the services. Let's go through them a little bit from what is important to you. I think this is the most important. And then right after the call, I mean, you might not want to work with them too. Like when you meet someone, you want to make sure you align with them too. Um, Mm -hmm. but then after that, if it's a nice match, it's like immediately send the contract kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. That's great. I love that you said, let's talk about what's important. Like I always talk about what's important to them when you are talking about pricing, when you're talking about your packages. I think so many times people are just like, they ask all these great questions leading up Mm. and then they just send them the packages or they send them the options. They go, okay, let me know what you think. Let me know. Let me know. Just let me go go through and look at it and then just let me know. Like you walk people, it sounds like you walk through with them very intentionally and very individualized to go, hey, Based on what we talked about, this is what is most important. Therefore, this is the package you should choose, which probably people end up upscaling their packages with you, it sounds like, right? Yeah. Pretty that's much awesome. every time. Yeah, that's, that's really, really cool. That's so that's cool. That's so good. I love that. Who does not want to make uh, more money than potentially you thought you were going to make on a deal? Because you're able to walk them through yeah. such a good discovery process. What I hear you saying is you're going, I'm really helping them discover what their problems are. I'm validating those problems, giving them a really good solution for those problems, and then calling them to action saying, hey, this is what you need, which is amazing. Yeah, that's like really good. the perfect formula. I'm so glad you do that because it's obviously helped you triple your business, triple your mm-hmm. revenue, which is crazy. So, okay, Haley, with tripled revenue... Some problems arise, as we all know, uh, when you're dealing with potentially, it's not actually three times the amount of work, because quite often there's like massive price increases on that and there's better offers that are are making you more money. But it is more work than when you're making 30 grand a year. You making 180 grand a year is much more work than you making 30 grand a year. What have you had to change as a business owner in order to actually make sure that you can keep your head above the water? As you just told us earlier on the podcast, you're like, I have more time. I have more freedom now when I'm making the money I am now than when I was making, you know, under six figures. How is that even possible? Because a lot of people would hear that and go, well, that's not possible. I'm going to be way more swamped when I'm making more money. What are some things you've had to do in order to really make sure that you maintain having a life uh, and the health of your business is a priority for you? Yeah. So I just want to preface this with the fact that I was working more when I was making 60K than I am currently. I was working probably twice as much last year, which... Wow. So okay. talk to us about that. How, how does That's that crazy. work? Like, explain yes. that. Explain yes. that. Because most people hearing that I are going to go, I still <laughs> don't understand how sense. that's possible. So like, d- describe that a little bit. What do you mean you were working more and... Like Working what's more, been, making less. I guess what's been cut out? Like what are you not doing anymore? Or are you just more effective? Like talk to us about that. Yeah, so... During the Creative Rise Mastermind, we did the wagers and my wager was, you know what, I'm sick of working eight to 10 hours a day, five to six days a week. I'm burning out quick. I need help. Like the business is growing. My wager was I'm going to outsource literally everything I possibly can for one month and just try it out. And, you know, the block before was, hey, I can do all this stuff on my own. Why would I pay someone else? Why on earth Mm. would I spend money on tasks that I know I can do, right? Mm. And then you guys said, if you want to be a six-figure business, you have to start thinking and acting like a six-figure business. Six-figure businesses happen with teams. So I'm like, I'm going to outsource everything. So I outsourced my social media, Pinterest, real creation, uh, emails, 
uh, video editing, photo editing, calling, literally everything I could like take off my plate. I tried it out, if that makes sense. Which is incredible. Uh, like that's a lot of stuff. People wait. A lot of people, people are like, going, what do you do then? Wait, wait, what <laughs> do you do now? <laughs> so Talk you to outsourced. Talk about the experience of that. So you, yeah. you, you did that and you're like, I'm going to do it for one month. And then, okay, what? What happened? First of all, like, how did you how did you get into that? Because most people go, I want to do that, but I don't even know where to start. When you started going, okay, I need to start outsourcing a lot of stuff. How did you start that? Where? What was your first step? And walk us through maybe a step or two that helped you outsource things, like finding people and all that stuff. Yeah, so I tried a lot of websites like Upwork, um, where there's just a lot of virtual assistants on there. And then I talked to a couple other business owners who used there's a group on Facebook that's like Canadian virtual assistants. So I went on there and I literally just said a lot of things I was looking for. Um, or I just did a ton of research on Instagram. Like people who run social media management companies usually have pretty good Instagrams. So if you look up like social media management on Instagram, a bunch of them came up or like social media managers for photographers. Well, yeah, just so many options. So I was looking on Facebook, Instagram, just on Upwork, on the web. Um, and that's how I found everyone pretty much. But it was a lot of trial and error. Like there, there was a lot of people mm -hmm. I started working with that I don't work with anymore. Uh, there was a lot of calls. Like it was a very tedious amount of work and it was very time consuming. And the first month there was so much teaching and learning from each other. Um, but after that, it's like smooth sailing. It's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. I love that. So great. talk to me about what are you looking for for the person who's listening to the podcast right now going, Haley, that sounds incredible. You've outsourced so many things in your business, which has given you so much time back. What are you looking for in people? Obviously, each task is you're going to look for more like different technical skills. But aside from like, oh, they can edit photos well. What are you looking for in somebody that you want to bring into your team in order to know that they're going to be a really effective person and it's going to help you grow your business? Mm. I look for people who see education as important. Like one of the questions I asked in a lot of the discovery calls was when was like the last course you took? How up do you listen to podcasts on what you're doing? Like what are are you staying up to date with these things? That was really big for I yeah. think the editors, the social media people, uh, the Pinterest, like the blog writers. Obviously, they need to know SEO and stay up to date because in the marketing world, things change so quickly. So I wanted yeah. someone educated and I quickly found out that if you want someone who's so passionate and is putting money into themselves, they are going to be a little more expensive, but they are mm. going to be miles better than anyone else. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. so good. You pay like double the price sometimes, but you get like 5x the actual effectiveness or the output from somebody, yes. right? Which is so cool. Um, okay. There's like a hundred thousand different ways we could go with this conversation. <laughs> yeah. There's like sales calls, there's outsourcing, there's, you know, money mindset. Why don't we talk money mindset for a second? You, uh, I want to talk money mindset in two different ways. First of all, when you start making a lot more money, uh, one of the things we always talk about in the creative rise mastermind with people that are making much more money than they need well, as soon as you start making over six figures, we start going, okay, think about tax strategy. You got to think about tax strategy because I mean, you know, if you're making 180 grand in a year revenue, right. And your photography business is pretty, pretty profitable, you know, like creative businesses for the most part do not have an incredible amounts of overhead. So you've got a lot of profit left over, which gets taxed. Right. And we talk about this all the time. So 
uh, I think you've done a really, really good job, whether it was investing in the mastermind, whether it was, you know, investing in people for your team, you've, you've come to realize that, Hey, if I don't spend a certain amount of this money, it's just going to end up going to the government and tax. Talk to us about that whole mindset, because a lot of people would go, well, Haley, I don't want to outsource anything because like you said earlier, I want to keep all the profit, you know? And so if I outsource things, I'm going to lose a bunch of my profit and that's, that's not good. I don't want to do that. So talk to me about how do you, how do you look at your money when you're making over six figures as a creative business owner? And how do you decide, here's what I'm going to spend on my business and reinvest back into my business. Here's what I'm going to keep. Here's what I'm going to pay myself. Like, how do you navigate that? Cause that's a really big question yeah. for a lot of people as they start making more money. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I think because you start not having a lot of money, you don't realize how money can work for you. Mm-hmm. The more money you invest, like you get a 10 X return, which is something I didn't realize. The more, you know, someone took over my emails, the more bookings I was getting because someone was responding right away. So I'm getting more bookings. I have all my time open to take on more bookings. Like, I think the more money you spend, it just doubles, triples, quadruples back to you. There's so many. I love talking about uh, money and budgeting. I think, first of all, having a budget is so important. Seeing where your money is going every month and how much is coming in and like the small adjustments you can make is so important. I think people are afraid Mm. of money and that's a terrible mindset to be in because Money is just this thing and it can work for you and it can do amazing things for you if you mm-hmm. understand it and you're aware of what's happening. Um, yeah. I also think lifestyle creep is the enemy. Um, I think when people start to make money, they start to spend it a lot more than they think. And mm-hmm. I just think if you can avoid lifestyle creep as long as possible, I think that's that will do wonders because you can take all that money and reinvest it into things that really matter, like into your business, your education, real estate, you know, like something that's going to yeah, make yeah. money for you. Yeah. 100%. So cool. Yeah. Not every dollar is equal, right? Every dollar you make is made equally, but not every dollar you spend is equal. Some yeah. dollars you spend will will make you nothing. You know, it's going to, it's just costing you money. And some dollars you spend, you think are costing you money, but it's not, it's making you money. Right. Yeah. And that's such a good perspective shift for creative business owners. That's oh, that's awesome. huge. Great and, advice. And Haley, I love how you just have consistently been talking about like, I value people that I, I trust with my outsourcing that they're going to be continually educating themselves. You talked about how you invest in yourself, you invest in your business. Talk a little bit about the space you were in before you invested in the mastermind because you were part of round seven of the Creative Rise Mastermind. And where where were you at in kind of your feelings around your business? And then when did you know it was right the right time to actually invest in yourself as a business owner? Like when when was that moment for you where you go, yep, this was the time, this is what I need to do? Yeah, I think the biggest moment was Hmm. This is a really good question. I felt very stuck. I felt like, you know, I had absolutely maxed out my capacity on how long I could work. I was burning out. I felt like I made 60 K one year and I was going to make 60 K again because I physically couldn't do any more work than I was doing. And Hmm. I follow you guys for a long time. I continued to watch people in the mastermind have all these crazy success stories. And I was like, okay, you need to, you should probably do something, you know, do something different because you are stuck. And I remember I would listen to your podcast and I'm like, they give so much information. Why would I join a program when I, there's just 
so much information here anyways. And then that was a terrible mindset to be in. And then once I started invest or yeah, once I invested in your course, it I've just invested in literally like every course I can get my hands on or every mastermind group or every piece of education because I'm like, it's just so valuable to actually pay for education because you you make the change when you've got something you've got there's like a bit of stakes you know Mm. Mm, yeah that's so true that's awesome so good so talk to us about making that jump and jumping on into the mastermind what was so beneficial for you because the creative rise mastermind has many different factors and you know some people were like oh it was the modules it was the live calls it was the you know the 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 community it was the time with you and christy joey and getting to strategize my business like what was so beneficial for you um and describe why it was so beneficial and really what it helped you do in your business. Yeah. So I would say, first of all, the one-on-one call was hugely beneficial. Um, I think we just went through my packages and kind of tore them to shreds, completely changed everything after that. So right off the bat, that was just insanely helpful. Um, Obviously the community was a big part of it. Seeing the goals that people had in that community and seeing the different avenues people were going and what was actually possible completely opened my mind up like I said like I came from a place of feeling very stuck like I couldn't get to the next level or I didn't really know where I was going and as soon as I got in that group I was like wow this is there's so many people here doing huge things that I didn't even know creatives were doing or were possible like I didn't know that was even possible and so Mm -hmm. that quickly changed my mindset too on how much money I can make who I can or like how to hire other people who I can work with this is such a tough question because there's a million answers I could go with here no I love it so good you've made so many different strides in your business within such a short amount of time that it's so cool to watch you do that and watch you invest in yourself and and that really is like such a huge change is when you decide like hey I'm choosing to better myself because when I do that, everything changes, which is what has been your experience, it seems like, which is mm, awesome. Yeah, 100%. So, uh, okay, let, let's start to put a bow on this because we could go 100,000 hours. <laughs> hours more than we're going right now just on all the things we've talked about. You've talked about sales calls. You've talked about money mindset. You've talked about outsourcing. Is there anything else that you think is really important that you would love to just give advice on for anybody who's looking to grow their creative business? That's not one of those three things. Is there anything yeah. else that you're like, ah, oh, this has also really helped me? Uh, people should probably know about it. Yeah, think about the person that maybe feels stuck. They're stuck yeah. at that 60, they're stuck at the 30, and they just feel like they can't do anything else. Like they just feel stuck. Yeah. What, what, what would advice? your advice, what would, what advice would you give them? Oh God. Okay. I got a couple. Well, first of all, invest in yourself. We get that. Join a creative rise mastermind. I can't even tell you how many times I just wake up and I think, you know, if I just joined this two years ago, think of where I'd be, you know, one of those situations. Hindsight <laughs> <laughs> bias. That's so frustrating. But uh, a couple like little things that have helped a lot in this year that I learned from other people in the Creative Rise Mastermind. Also, I just want to say, I still have a weekly call with like three of the members from that group. We've been talking so for an entire that. year. We love that. Like, there's, so it's cool. awesome. It's There's just so much accountability. You get so much more done when people are watching you, you know? Yeah, um, 100%. But yes. few things, absolute game changers. Write your goals down. Like, you should be setting your goals. If you don't have a direction, that's a scary place to be 
one thing I love is there was a study done at Harvard back in like 1980 where they checked all these MBA students, like who writes down their goals. 3% of the students write down their goals. 97% didn't. 10 years later, the 3% that wrote their goals down made 10 times more money than all 97% combined. That is wow. a crazy stat in my mind. That's, a, that's insane. Mm-hmm. That's a huge stat. That's crazy. Insane. I think if you write your goals down, you're going to have a lot more direction. So when all these opportunities come your way, you know exactly what to say no to and exactly what's going to get you there. So that's uh, so important. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, Facebook ads and Instagram ads. Mm. I, I know sometimes for some people, they don't work if you don't build them right. But when you build them right, they do wonders for your business. Personally, for me, when I don't have ads running, I get one inquiry a week. When I have them running, I get one a day. It's like night and day. Mm. What? Wow. Um, that's a big one. Uh, um, not touching that's your That's a phone lot of inquiries in a year. That that's amazing. That's a ton. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Before you, before you go into the don't touch your phone thing, talk to us about Facebook ads <laughs> for one quick second because we don't actually yeah. talk about paid advertising on the podcast almost at all yep. because it's okay. – you're right. It's it's such a it's such an area where people can lose a lot of money. Like if you don't know how to build an ad right, it's just like gambling your money away. Like it's not going to work. So yes. talk to us about like in – just a quick minute here. What's a good ad strategy that you use yeah. in order to make sure you're building your ads right? Um, yeah, that, that's yeah, helped you be able to, to have ads that make you like an inquiry a day. That's awesome. Talk to us about it. Yeah, I would say never boost your posts. I think people are like, ooh, this post is doing well. I'm just going to boost it and that's going to be my ad. That doesn't really work. You actually have to build a campaign where you have maybe three different types of text that you can test out and then three different images or videos that you can test out. My strategy after the Creative Rise Mastermind was I'm going to take problems that my ideal client has and I'm going to write it out. Like, do you ever think about this problem? And it's the exact problem they think of, my solution, and then a video that I pre-made for like an Instagram reel because videos are everything. And I test out the three different texts with the three different videos and then see what works. And after a week, mm-hmm. you get rid of the ones that don't work. You duplicate the ones that do work. I hope I didn't say that too fast, but there's a no, whole that's art great. No, yeah, that's really perfect. great. It's test, 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 figure out what's not working, scrap mm-hmm. it, and then double down on what's working. Brilliant. That's so great. Good. And that is like the paid ad strategy. So that's so good. And that's the thing. Paid ads aren't actually as complicated as it sounds. Most people are like, I can't run ads unless I hire an ad agency. It's not true. Like it sounds like you taught yourself Facebook ads, which is, you know, what a lot of people do. And it's possible. Um, okay. That's so good. Let's move on to the other tip you said. You, you talked about not touching your phone. Why is that important? If you touch your phone in the morning, you're basically telling your brain, hey, anytime you need to hit a dopamine, just come grab me. And I think if you don't touch your phone until noon, you have so much more focus in the morning. And when you're getting stuck, like I know a lot of creatives, they might get stuck not knowing what to do or they're frustrated or they're just getting bored and they'll just gravitate towards your phone. And then you're completely, you take yourself out of the flow that you should be in. And I truly believe like you can get four hours of work done and those four hours are much more productive with no phone than what you would do in eight hours. So you're just cutting Absolutely. your work in half. Yeah, 100%. That's so good. 
and so helpful when you're someone who wants to work less but make more money like yourself. So yes. that's a great tip. That's <laughs> that a great is a tip. great tip. Yeah. Haley, those are awesome tips. I think Every, hopefully everyone had like a notepad going during the last like five minutes because all of that was so, so good. Or the last like 35 minutes. Or the last 35 minutes. This whole <laughs> podcast has been incredible. That's awesome. Okay, we've got a signature question that we love to ask at the very end of every single podcast. And it is this. Why does someone deserve to break the creative struggle? Like why does someone deserve to really go all in on their business? Why should why they, go, should for they go for it? Why, why is that important? And why should someone just take a chance on themselves? I think... If you're being called to do something, like if you just feel like I need change, I need to do something else, like ask yourself, if you're in this exact situation in a year, are you going to be happy about that? And I think if the answer is no, then you need to do something to change. The leap is the scariest part. Once you take that jump, take that leap, like I think your mind will be blown on where you actually can go. I, mm. I... I remember being so scared to quit my job. I was thinking about it for the longest time. And I thought, I'm just, I'll, I could fail. I absolutely could fail. It was holding me back. Taking the leap, best thing I ever did. Completely new outlook on failure. I think you don't actually fail unless you quit. If you quit, that's the point you fail. So I, I don't know. I honestly just think there's nowhere, nowhere but up from here. If you yeah. take that jump and if you're being called to do it, you should absolutely do it because your life is going to be way better off. I think mm. Mm. that's so good. I love the, like, if you are at the same spot a year from now, are you going to be happy? Are you going to be satisfied with that? And I think a lot of people would probably say no. Like they're like, yeah. no, I don't, I hate where I'm at. I hate my job or I hate where my business feels stuck. And I love that you said that because that is such a good outlook on life of just shattering those glass ceilings and which you have done for the last three years and especially within this last year I think you have done way more than you thought possible would you say that's true yeah absolutely that's so yeah, cool absolutely that's so cool especially those six weeks over in Southeast Asia that was probably more than yeah. you thought you were going to do this year um, Haley this has been so good thank you yeah. so much for being on the podcast giving value to everybody uh, having a smile on your face because if people are watching this I'm sure it brightened their day um, and we're so proud of you 30k doubling to 60k Woo. and now after joining the mastermind you've literally tripled your business in a year that is so mind-boggling yeah. and we are just so happy that uh, you've you've put in the time you've done the work you've put yourself way out of your comfort zone time and time and time again right outsourcing all that stuff the money yeah. stuff it's uncomfortable when you're trying to figure out what to do with it all of that stuff changing your prices and just going for it getting on sales calls and showing up and being you know fully present and like calling people to action you've done the work that you just needed to do in order to triple your business and you're a great example of someone who can turn around now and give advice to people that want to do the same thing so thank you for being on today's podcast uh, it's been so fun yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much, Haley. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. Yeah. Thank you guys. This was great. Crazy episode with Haley. So she good. is so phenomenal. I hope that episode just blew your mind on what is possible for you guys. I just want to like reiterate the fact that Haley said, she's like, I don't know if doing this was actually going to make me the amount of money I'm, I'm wanting to make in life. So I might as well just go get some kind of corporate job. Like so many people believe that if you are a creative, you can make great money and you can make money on your own terms. You can work when you want, work how you want, work who you know for who you want. It's so, so possible, which is so, yeah. so cool. So Haley, thank you. A uh, shout out to you for proving that it is possible to not only build a great business, but 
triple your revenue and have an income that is massively over what most people will ever make in their lifetime doing what you love, which is owning a creative business. So, so, so cool. Yeah. We love Haley. If you guys want to follow Haley at Haley Zumkeller, go yeah. check her out on link Instagram. Link in the description. Yep. Link in the description. And if you are like, man, I want to join what she was in. It sounds like it's just pumping with growth. I want to be surrounded by creatives like Haley who are just so stoked on their business and life and supporting each other. You got to get on that wait list, get in the application ASAP mm. because we only take limited spots. Like how many spots are we taking this round, Joey? Probably like the literally same, 35. Just 35 Filling businesses. it up. Once it hits that, it's done. We're and done. We do that every time. Exactly. You know? So we got more people on the wait list than there even are spots. We've got tons of applications coming in. We won't be able to accept everyone. So we want to see your name. Uh, so get your name in on this application. We'll check it out and yeah, have an awesome six weeks together. So all you have to do to get on that wait list and to submit the application is go to creativerise.com. Hit the buttons. You'll get emails. Check it out. DM us if you have any questions on whether or not this is right yeah, for you. Yeah, totally. We will not pressure you, say, no. sell you into anything. We just want to see if it's the right fit, and we will yeah. tell you if it's not. So DM us uh, if you want to get on that pricing training. If you missed it and you want the recording, all you have to do is go to creativerise.com forward slash pricing training. We will mm -hmm. send you that recording so you can join in on that as well. And if you have not yet checked out the Creative Rise pricing calculator, make sure you do. It's a free tool. We spent a lot of money on it to develop, and we're giving it to you for free so yeah. you can price all of your projects, your next wedding project, your next commercial project, brand project, whatever it's going to be, in under three minutes, accurately the right way the first time. So creativerise.com forward slash pricing calculator if you want to check that out. Uh, again, link in the description for all of the links you're gonna have to check out. But thanks for being us with us on this episode, guys. I uh, can't wait to drop another episode for you guys next week to help you grow your creative business. And yeah, keep crushing it in 2023. So from Joey, uh, my who's myself, I was gonna say from Christy and I, from Joey and I, from Christy and I, uh, and the rest of the team at Creative Rise, thank you for being here. And we'll catch you on next week's episode. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. We were so happy to have you here. And do not forget to jump onto iTunes, give us a five-star rating and write a written review. That would mean the world to us. And we'll catch you next time on the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. Peace.